Yomadaf Memchet, the last thing we were discussing was Rav Papa had a series of questions uh, regarding Hafina and Kemitsa. What do we do with the, the, the Kemitsa in between the fingers? If you did it in a different way, not the normal way people do hafina or kemitsa. And with that, we are starting Mem Zayin Amud Bet, the last word on the page where it says Ba'ir. Ba'ir of Papa. Rav Papa asks another question. This is question number six. Usually, the kemitsa has to be at the bottom of a utensil. So think of a bowl, the bottom part of the bowl. Let's say he took the kemitsa and he stuck it to the side of the bowl. My, uh, what's the halakha? Toch keli ba'inan, do we need it to be inside the keli? Vehaikan, it's inside the utensil. Odil ma'ana habe tocho ketikno ba'inan. Or we want you to put it inside the normal way. Vehaikan, you didn't do it that way. Teko, we're not sure. Ba'e mor baravashe. Apeche lemana vidabeke lakomet baraite demana. If you flipped over utensil and you put it on the I guess the the bottom, but which is now the top, but the but it has a sort of an indent at the bottom of the keli where you could accept something in it. So it's in the keli, but not where it's supposed to be. It's on the outside of the keli, really. Does that count or not? Mao, hanacha betocho ba'inan veha'ikad. You have to put it inside this keli, and you did. Odil ma'anacha ketikno ba'inan. Or do you have to put it like normal people put it in, meaning the inside the actual utensil? Vilekan, you didn't do it that way. Teko, we're not sure. Number eight, Ba'ir of Papa, Milo Hofnav Shamru, and they said fistful of Ketoret, Mehukot, meaning does it have to be exact or Gedushot? Does it have to be bustling, like really a lot? So, like my answers, Amar Lora Bia Badra Vasher, Tashema, Milo Hofnav Shamru, Lo Mehukot, Velo Gedushot, not exact, not bustling, Ela Tefufot, a little bit extra. Now, we're gonna, it's a long introduction to the next, uh, the ninth question. Tananatam, we learned Masakat Zivahim. Nishpachadam, if the blood spilled out it's on the floor, meaning straight from the animal's neck to the floor, ve'asafo pasul, and you collected that blood from the floor, pasul, because you didn't accept the blood the right way. Let's say, but let's say it fell mina keli, it fell on the floor from the actual utensil, so you shakted the animal, the blood was accepted into the cup, and it fell on the floor. And if you collected it from there, then it's kasher because it technically was accepted the right way. Now, how do we know that you have to accept it from the neck of the animal? The, the kohen has to take that blood from the dam of the par, midam hanefesh, from the blood that the nefesh comes out of it with. Now, midam nefesh, and midam nefesh, velo midam haor, and not from the blood of the the skin of the hide and not from the blood that drips from the animal I mean that's not the dama the nefesh midam hapar and we learned from nothing from dam hapar dam mehapar yekabelin you have to accept it from the par itself the isalkalatach midam hapar because if you think what what does dam par mean midam vafilum exad dam that me doesn't mean from the actual neck you could also understand it as some of the blood you don't have to accept all the blood. That can't be. That the person accepting the blood has to accept the entire blood. So you can't learn midam as in uh, not all of it, only some of it. Rather, you have to learn midam from from the actual blood from the neck of the cow. 
we subtract, we add, and then we're Doresh. Meaning we're going to take away the Mi from the Midab, add it to Hapar, so it's going to be like Mehapar, and I learned you have to accept the blood straight from the neck of the cow, and we're not going to learn anything else. Okay, so now we're going to get to question number nine. Papa. Kohen took a fistful of ketoret and it fell on the floor. What would be the halacha? Yado ketzavar behemadame is his hand like the neck of an, a cow. The same way, if the blood goes from the cow to the floor, it becomes upsula and it becomes pasul. And same thing, if he dropped the the, the ketoret from his fistful, it's pasul odilma. Or maybe kechlisharetame. It's uh, his hand is like a klisharet. It's like uh, the blood was accepted. And it's not pasul, it's like it fell from the cup. So is his hand the cup or is his hand like the neck? Take all, we're not sure. Now, here's question number 10. So we know the famous thing called pigul, which is if uh, you if the person doing a korban or any sort of avodah had the wrong intent, wrong kavana, then it would make it pasul. So by Rav Papa, Rav Papa, here's question number 10. Hishev bahafinat ketoret. If a person had the wrong mahshava, wrong thought on the ketoret of Yom Kippur, he was thinking of doing the ketoret tomorrow, mahu, what's the halakha? Miamrinan yalif melo melo minha. Do we learn gizrah shava melo melo from minha? Umahatam, the same thing by kmitza, three fingers, mehania be mahshava. His wrong mahshava can make something pasul. Hachanami mehania mahshava mahshava. So same thing over here with the fistful of ketoret. If he has the wrong thought, it can make it pasul. Olo, or not. That's the way that she explains it. Tosfot explains it a little bit different. Tosfot understands the, the question of the Gemara is this taking the fistful itself. Is it an avodah and you learn melo melo? Or is it not exactly uh, or is it not exactly an avodah and therefore you don't learn the Gzashava? So what is this hafina? And the Gemara answers, Tashema. We learned in Masechet Eduyot that Rabbi Shimon ben Betera said if a tameh touches something like para ashes. Now ashes are not connected to one to another. They're a whole bunch of different things. If a tameh touched one side of the para aduma, he makes the whole bowl tameh. Everything in that bowl tameh. The keli is metzaref them. Keli combines them and makes them as if they're one. And hosif Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva added a few more things. Hasolet. The flower that they use for the kemitzav, ha-ketoret, ve-alebona, ve-hagehalim, and even kol. That she'im nagat tevul yom be-mikzatan. If it tevul yom, that means the person went to the mikveh during the day, but he's still officially tameh till night. He needs the sun to come down. If he touched even a little bit of them, pasalet kulan, the whole thing becomes pasul. Now, kasal kalatak, it sounds like, me de pasal tevul yom. If a tvul yom makes it pasul, that means if they're left overnight, they're pasul of this concept of lina, they're left over overnight. And if lina is poselet also, then we gotta add pesala nami machshaba. Then there's the psul also of machshaba. If you taught the wrong thing, you make it pigul. So now we're up to number 11. And bayer papa. 
Hishev bahatiyat gehalim mao. If a person had the wrong thought, the wrong kavana during scooping of the coals for the ketoret, and it doesn't make it pigul or not mao. Machshire mitzvah ke mitzvah damu. Preparing the mitzvah, things that prepare the mitzvah, like the charcoal, is it like the actual mitzvah? And therefore, it could make it things pigul. Or maybe it's not, not connected to the mitzvah and it's not pasul. And even if you had the wrong uh, thought, it's still not a problem. Take all, we're not sure. And Rashi explains this question two different ways. Either Rafapa was asking, uh, does the machshire mitzvah posel the ketoret or not? Or, or second way of looking at the question, does it posel the gehalim, the coals, or not? Now, our Gemara ends with the word teko. What's interesting, the Rabbeinu Hanan El and a lot of other Rishonim don't have that word teko. Rather, they had a different girsah. That the Gemara answers that the same way it answered by Hafina before from the Gemara Na'iduyot. And the Rambam is also that if you think uh, the wrong thing by scooping, it is pasul. And now we're up to the next question, question number 12. They asked Rosh if a person took uh, the blood with the left hand, but would, is that allowed or not? Remember, things have to be done usually using the right hand. So Amar lehu Rav Sheshat, Rav Sheshat told them simply, it's a straight up Mishnah, he takes the pen in the right hand, he takes the spoon in the left hand, you see the left is good. So the Gemara asked, wait, why do you have to go to that Mishnah? Why don't you learn from a different Mishnah altogether? You take the right back leg of an animal, be small with uh, with your left hand and the area where you started to skin it towards uh, away from you not towards you towards uh, the way meaning that's the way you're supposed to bring it up the ramp to the mizbeah so the Gemara says no you can't learn from there because if you're learning it from there that you could do with your left maybe that's dafka taking uh, limbs to the mizbeah that doesn't make a big difference when it comes to the kapara but walking with the blood, which is a big part of the service of the kapara, to, make, to get a kapara, maybe it wouldn't be kosher if you did it with the left hand. That's why you need our Mishnah to tell you that the left hand is kosher la'avoda. Now the Gemara asks, We have a braita. Zar, a person's not a kohen, the onen, a kohen who someone's family passed away, didn't bury him yet. She caught someone drunk about almum, someone who has a blemish on his body. They're all pasul to work. Be kabbalah, obholacha, obazrika. They're not accept the blood. They're not allowed to walk with the blood towards the mizbeach. They're not throw on the mizbeach. All that makes avodah pasul. Vechen yoshev, and if anyone is sitting while doing these avodot, vechen small. Same thing with the if a kohen's using his left hand, pasul. And what do you see over here? The left is pasul, and we were saying up until now, left should be kasher. And this bright tag goes against what we were just saying, and the Gemara answers to Yufta, we have no answer. The Abraita refutes everything we just learned, and we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam, amen ve'amen.